Hey, listen up, Lux Cipher. My new 30-day group weight loss program, Learn to Lose, is happening on April 10th. Go to jenniferdent.com, learn to lose, and add your name to the wait list today. Inside Learn to Lose, this is why you're going to want to put your name on the wait list. You're going to learn how to lose by creating the mindset of a person who doesn't struggle with their weight. What? You're like, how does that work? Let me tell you. When you stop thinking like a person who struggles with their weight, when you stop thinking like a dieter, when you stop following generic diet rules, thinking that they're going to work for you, you're going to be able to create your own rules for weight loss because you're going to be so aligned with your brain and your body that what you need to do to lose weight is going to be so apparent to you. You've got to stop thinking like a dieter first. And you may be thinking, okay, I can stop thinking like a dieter. I can toss all of those rules out of the window. But you're going to need to learn how to exist day to day without the constraints of a diet and still lose weight. The thought of not being on a diet may seem scary to you because you feel like, oh my gosh, I just may eat everything in sight. Imagine going to your favorite restaurant without your dieter's mindset and you can have anything you want on the menu. What's going to happen? So this is exactly why I created Learn to Lose. In 30 days, you will be able to release your dieter's mindset understand the core reasons why you've been overeating in the first place, and build the confidence you need to make your own weight loss rules to go on to lose weight. Whether you're a professional dieter like I was for decades, or you just want to lose some weight, the process of learning how to lose weight will change everything for you in the best way. Enrollment opens on Sunday, April 2nd, and will only be open for seven days. The kickoff call is scheduled for April 10th. So go to jenniferdent.com forward slash learn to lose and add your name to the wait list. Waitlisters will get early access to enrollment and first dibs on a special surprise bonus. All right. You have your marching orders. Let's jump into today's episode. I love the fact that you're like very honest. And a lot of people do this when they first start. It's like, I'm only going to do this part. I'm only going to do this part of the process. I'm only going to do this part. For some people, there is a process of letting go of those old dieters rules. A lot of people just like to dive into the planning part because they know how to do that. But I always say like, trust the process. And the faster you can let go of what you think you need to be doing to lose weight and you just go for it, you just go all in, as I call it, team all in and not team big toe. Mm -hmm. The process just works. You're listening to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, episode 145. If it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? 
welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, you're going to meet a 50-year-old mom of two teens who was struggling with her weight for 15 years, and she's lost 30 pounds following my process. You're going to meet my client, Christy, today. Christy has gone through all three phases of Stop Dieting Forever learn, lose, and live. So if you're not familiar with the three phases, in phase one, you learn my process. You learn my unique transformational weight loss process. In phase two, you move on to lose, and this is where you work the process in 90-day increments until you lose your weight, until you get to your goal weight. And when you reach your goal weight, we induct you into live. This is phase three. And this is where you learn how to live your Lux life, maintaining your forever weight. Christy has gone through learn. She's gone through lose. And now she is in phase three, which is live. In the interview, you'll hear that she lost about 14 pounds going through the first phase, which is learn. And she worked the process, y'all, as you will hear. And she continued to lose 16 more pounds to get to her goal. Now, imagine Christy was struggling with her weight for 15 years. And all of a sudden, in a couple of weeks, she starts losing weight with ease. Imagine how she's feeling right now. You're going to hear how she's feeling in this interview. And you'll hear in the interview, she's still like losing weight. And with surprise and delight, she shares that she's like not even trying to lose weight. She's just being curious and seeing where her body lands. So this is another great weight loss transformation of brain and body. So let me just share with you in Christy's own words, and then we'll jump into her interview. She told me, she said, Jennifer, I am amazed at where I am emotionally and physically after just eight months of time. It's a place where I feel confident and content like no time in the last 15 years of struggling with my weight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just doesn't say it all because this new way of thinking has helped me in so many areas of my life that I thought were all separated from me. It was how I did one thing is how I did everything. She's like, now it still rings true, but in a much more positive way. I love it. All right. So enjoy this episode. Enjoy this interview. And I will see you in the next episode. All right, Lux Lifers. I've got a very special guest today on the podcast. I have Christy Moranin. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Winning already. And she is special. Well, one, she's special because she's a Lux Lifer. But she's super special because she was the first person to go through the redesigned Stop Dieting Forever process. She started and learned, 
She went to phase two to lose and she's achieved her forever weight. And so we have recently inducted her into Liz, which is phase three. So proof of concept, (laughs) y'all. Tell us how you discovered me, Stop Guiding Forever, and what made you decide to invest in yourself and join the program? Just jump right in, right? Yeah, let's do it. I guess I guess it started on vacation in Florida with the family. We go there really regularly. And here I am, 50 years old, dreading putting a bathing suit on. And I was just irritated with myself for feeling that and not, you know, I thought I'd convinced myself, I don't care what the scale says, or I'm not getting on the scale anymore. And just felt like, I guess, disappointed that I was still having these thoughts in my head as I was on the treadmill Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at podcasts of like, what can I do next? Some friends and I had had friends who had done a certain weight loss thing and we're all over Facebook with it. And we were talking, she was like, we should do this. Would you do this? And so there was a little group of us and I just couldn't buy in. I couldn't buy into looking at packaged foods and I don't know. I just felt like there had to be something else. I've done Weight Watchers in the past. I've done Noom. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just couldn't see myself like opening up a package and losing weight that way and, and keeping it off. I knew that wouldn't work. So I was looking at podcasts and I don't remember what I put in the search. And there you were. And I started listening to the podcast and I just was like addicted. I was listening to the podcast and walking on the treadmill and I felt like, wow, this is really interesting. It's different from anything that I've thought about before. And I loved the idea of stop dieting forever because I really thought I had stopped doing that. I thought I wasn't going to think about food anymore. I was just going to be happy with where I was at and enjoy my food, enjoy my family. But you showed me that that was not the case. There's there's a difference between stopping dieting and stop dieting forever, for sure. Yeah. So I love that you just mentioned that because I think a lot of times we do get to that point where we're just like, F it. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to be fine with who I am and what I weigh and the world is going to love me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just a mask, right? It's just a mask of thoughts to cover up how you really feel like there's still that disappointment. There's still the unsettled feeling, maybe even the feeling of inadequacy because like I've tried all these other things and nothing is working. That was the fascinating part for me is that I did not even recognize that I had this relationship with food. Like I knew I could be an emotional eater and I knew that I had sort of put this frame around my weight and kind of who I had become and I thought I was okay with that. And, you know, if I could have just switched it and changed it, I would have, but I just had no idea the way that I like spoke to myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like anyone who knows me would be like, you're not negative. What are you talking about? But I just realized through the thoughts that you helped create that I was so negative with myself and I had so many negative thoughts and just feelings that I didn't really recognize were associated with food. So all the little ways that you took us through the program were 
so helpful and also just fascinating to me. I really felt like I was outside watching myself at certain points. And so that was just truly like, wow, I'm really learning something different, like something that no one's ever shown me before. So I just am so appreciative of that. Yeah, well, I'm glad you made the investment. So let's just sign. Everybody's wondering how much have you lost? Let's just put that out there. So I now have almost lost 30 pounds. Like I'm still losing weight. That's more than the last time you were on the coaching call. I think you were like at 23. I was at at 23 or 24 and 25 was my goal. And I'm just continuing to lose weight. Uh, Okay. So let's talk about that. How fun is that? It's still shocking. I feel like I am past the point where I think I'm going to gain it all back because I did have a period of time. I remember. Yeah. Well, this is going to coached on that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. And that's the difference. Like I may have lost weight in the past and always fallen back into my old ways of thinking and my old habits of mind once I had achieved a certain level of success. Mm -hmm. So with you and the coaching and the group, That was so different to me. Like if somebody would have told me more about the program before I got into it, I probably wouldn't have done it. (laughs) Because of the, I remember we talked about the group coaching aspect, right? Oh, group coaching. No, thanks. I don't want to talk about that in front of people writing things down. No, thanks. I'm super busy. I don't really like to write. There were so many elements if I would have known in advance that I would have been like, oh, that's not for me, I guess. But I feel like the way that it's broken down and the group discussions and then the coaching like the coaching for me was really what was so telling I I just remember sitting on zooms like this in a group and you asking questions and feeling like I couldn't speak like I had no words for the questions that you were asking and it was usually a question of why why do you think that or tell me more and (laughs) I would just feel like I don't know how to answer that And so to go through that, Mm -hmm. right. Well, with some time, right. Like giving my brain some time to recognize that I could think differently. It wasn't something that I had ever stopped myself to even consider. So yeah, just life-changing. When we did our transition call, we talked about your apprehension to coming to the group coaching calls because you don't have to come. Like those are totally optional. Mm -hmm. You can listen to the replay. What made you decide to say, okay, Tuesday night, I'm joining the Zoom call? Well, what are my choices? You know, I think of the women in my family and we've all struggled with weight through age, like fine early on and the pounds just kind of add on every year. And so I thought I could do this now or in another five or 10 years or however much time goes by, I could just be the same person that I am. And I felt like my health wasn't in a good place. I was choosing what to do and what not to do based on how comfortable I was. So I I had stopped doing some physical things because the clothes were too tight. Like it was hard to like skiing, hard to bend down and buckle my boots hard to ride my bike, like my biking clothing. I was like, I don't want to put that on. So just a whole bunch of stuff going through my head about what I could and couldn't do. Yeah. And you realize like you were limiting your life because of your weight. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the opposite of like, when I think about longevity, when I think about getting older and becoming more vibrant and creating your healthiest body, that's the complete opposite of like, oh, I can't do this anymore because of my weight. Oh, Mm -hmm. I can't do this other thing anymore because of my weight. And I want to move people away from that. I think a lot of times we just settle. We're getting older, we're getting fatter, we're just not as the metabolism's all messed up. I think people just unfortunately come up with a lot of excuses to just let everything go. Well, and I felt like so much of what you said, like the cognitive process of what I would tell myself, there must be a medical problem that I'm not able to lose this weight. I was really convinced and almost hopeful like every year that I would go in an annual exam, (laughs) that something would come back as abnormal. And so that would explain like why I hadn't been able to lose the weight. And how absurd is that? Like, Oh my gosh, Christy, can I just uh, tell you how many times I went to my doctor and I said, can you please test my thyroid again? (laughs) She just got to the point where she was like, no, she's like, there's nothing on your thyroid. So I didn't believe her. And you know, you can buy blood tests online. So I went and bought a blood test prescription so I can go to like LabCorp Mm -hmm. and get my full thyroid thing diagnosis. And nothing was wrong with my thyroid. Mm -hmm. The only thing wrong was that I was eating too much food. Right. And there in that whole next step, right. And that whole idea of eating when I'm hungry like not standing in front of a refrigerator or a cupboard and thinking about, hmm, like what's kind of calling to me? What do I feel like? What do I have a taste for? (laughs) I love to cook. So for me, there was a long period of learning how to cook and not eating as much when I'm cooking. BLTs, right? Yeah, and it's so easy now. It's just what you do. Yeah. It's like you don't even have to think about it anymore. I think that's a really great point because a lot of times people come in to learn, they're learning the process and it seems like a lot. It's like, oh, I got to coach myself. I got to write things down. I have to plan. And it seems like a lot. And it is a lot because it's new. It's something Mm -hmm. you've never done, especially in the context of weight loss. And since in the beginning, you don't have that immediate result of like losing weight. So like, you know, this thing works. You really just have to trust the process. So people will say like, how long do I have to do this? Do I have to do this forever? And I'm like, you know, as you progress into your 2.0 brain and creating that self-concept of someone who weighs your goal weight and stays there, it gets a lot easier. It's just what you do. I will do this forever. That's how I feel. And there might be changes like this week, super crazy week. I just won't even go into it on the podcast, but I really noticed that I wanted food again. I wanted my snacks. I wanted food and I wanted it like at the scheduled times when you're supposed to have food. Mm-hmm. So I really had to talk myself through the idea. Yeah. Of what was when I'm hungry? Like, what was where's the awareness my for you? Like before that was just an automatic thing. Like, oh, stress happening, snacks. Yes. Give them all to me. And most people are on autopilot when it comes to that hunger signal. What was different for you this time? So I can't say that I stopped myself ahead of time, but while eating, I was like, here I am. I am eating and I'm not hungry. 
So for me, it was just being able to admit and kind of tell myself that this was happening and then limit it. And once it was limited, then I could go back in and make a plan. Like if this is really what I want to do right now, then let's just think about the things that I'm going to put on that list of foods that I think I need to have right now. And so I'm definitely talking to myself in a kinder way. Like if you think you need this here, let's put some choices in place. But I really realized after a bit of time that I didn't need those things. Like I just needed to sit with those emotions and feel those feelings and feel the feelings. Yeah. And then think about it in a different way and not just a consuming way that I could move through it and move on. Just move on. Do you think that the journaling that you've learned, did that help you have this awareness about yourself? Oh, 100%. And I went through the same thing with the journaling where I didn't like it. And so I didn't do parts of it. I'd make my meal plan ahead of time and I would do that. And that was the piece I did. And then I would do, somebody had talked about the brain dump and the process of doing that and how helpful that was. I'm like, fine, I'll do the brain dump. And so I'd do that in the morning. <laughs> And do it for at least one minute. And once I got going, then it was okay. And then someone in the group coaching call talked about the belief journaling. And I was just like, well, I don't really do that. And so then I started doing the belief journaling. And for me, that belief journaling was very interesting. Like telling myself positive things. And it took some effort. One of the other members recommended putting some statements in there to kind of keep you going and to not just look at that blank page and be like, I don't know. I don't even um, know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what I believe. But putting some statements in ahead of time kept me on a roll and kept me going in the right direction, I feel like. So that that belief statement was really easy to do eventually. And it's just, it makes things so clear. Like you talked to me the last time I came to coaching and said, well, what is your new goal? And my new goal was kind of lame. It was that I'd stay in the 150s so that I, I could kind of feel good. Tone up too or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was very like diffuse, I feel like. And so after meeting with you, like it just came out. I have it here. It's like a whole, I guess you can't really see it on the camera, but it's a whole page of my belief statement, which might be excessive, but every sentence in it feels to me like, yeah, that's what it's going to be. So I just feel like it's true. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that you're like very honest. And I, a lot of people do this when they first start. It's like, oh, I'm only going to do this part. I'm only going to do this part of the process. I'm only going to do this part. I remember I coached one person and she was still using some app to count calories. But she was like, I have to count my calories. And I just coached her through it, right? So for some people, there is a process of letting go of those old dieters rules. A lot of people just like to dive into the planning part because they know how to do that. But I always say like, trust the process. And the faster you can let go of what you think you need to be doing to lose weight and you just go for it, you just go all in, as I call it, team all in and not team big toe. Mm -hmm. The process just works. It, it just works. And I think it's different for different people. Like, you know, I've done this with some friends in the group. And yes, you brought some friends along with you. 
and you know we're taking different things from it and mm-hmm. just conversations like other people asking well what are you eating and i honestly can say i am eating what i want to eat i haven't really changed the food that i eat like i enjoy cooking and eating healthy food and just a whole variety of things and i really focused on eating what i like to eat because i know that's what i'm going to do later in life. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to keep buying whatever a specialty item is, or I know I won't because I've lost weight like that before, you know, just eating plant-based foods or just eating certain things. And so I have been eating and and you were just so instrumental in that, like, like, well, why put it on the list and eat that if that's what you want to eat, like, don't be keeping yourself from eating it. And whatever the psychology is around that about that permission piece huge. was also a game changer for me too. Yeah. It's huge because if you restrict yourself and you're like, I'm not going to eat this, I'm not going to eat this, you're going to end up eating it eventually. Mm-hmm. Like you just are. So let's just bypass the restriction, give yourself permission. And when you give yourself permission, it almost loses its like shine factor. Like the food isn't even that like sparkly and exciting and like, oh my God, I'm about to eat. It's just like, oh, I get to eat that. Okay, maybe I'll eat it later. Mm-hmm. And just by giving yourself permission, you end up eating less. It's amazing. Yeah, holiday time was great. Like the idea of all the coaching around food and the memories associated with food or the traditions associated with food. That was super helpful. I just thought, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to be able to get through holidays and keep this going. And it worked. You've lost almost 30 pounds through Thanksgiving, through Christmas, through the holidays. You've been on vacation, Mm -hmm. right? You've had stressful periods at work. And you've consistently, now you did reach, you had a little a sticky point, right? You ran into a sticky point with your weight or were you trending? No, I, I did. I was really consistent and felt like positive about weight coming off. And then all of a sudden it just kind of stayed there. And for me, that was the belief journaling kind of made mm-hmm. the difference there because I was really struggling with, is this real? Cause I was at a weight that was nice. And so I was just like, well, this could be the weight that I just stay at and that's okay. But in my mind, I felt like, no, I want to get to the number I said I was going to get to. So yeah, I think the belief journaling just made me recommit to the ideas of there's some possibility here. And so I can look at some things for myself, you know, and it, it was always helpful to hear what other people were thinking about and going through, but I needed to make that my own. Some of it was like somebody I realized as people spoke, I would sort of have these little reactions of like, oh yeah, that's me or oh yeah, not me. And if I found myself saying, oh, that's not me. Like, I'm not sad about that. Hmm. I probably should give that take a look at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just realizing that like Halloween, I had that realization that I thought, well, I'm not sad about anything. But I was like, I was sad that it was associated in a time where I share a birthday with a cousin who passed away. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so I have all these memories, childhood memories of dressing up for Halloween. Her mom made all of her Halloween costumes. And so it was kind of a, a neat time and just growing up together. And she passed away about five years ago. And I'm like, huh, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> but never, never tied that to the Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I take for my kids and eat for myself, you know, when they were little. Like I wouldn't let them have it, but. Yeah, you made that connection just in your own self-coaching and reflection. Somebody in the group had commented just about the sadness they were having at a particular moment and Mm -hmm. how that affected what they were doing with food and how they were treating food. And I was like, oh, that's sad. Like, that's too bad. And kind of like just glossing over it and feeling like, oh, well, I'm not sad about anything. Oh, yeah. Sure I am. (laughs) When I really stopped, when I really stopped and like looked, you know, at the scope of things, I'm like, oh, huh. Yeah, that's that emotional literacy that so many people are illiterate when it comes to how they're feeling. And so that's one of the core modules in LEARN is just being aware of all the different feelings that we experience and how often you do gloss over. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're like, hankering for something, you got a craving for something, you're just eating mindlessly. It's usually driven by an emotion. I think what you just explained was a really great example of listening to someone else be sad and then checking in like, oh, I am having a hankering for the Halloween candy. Maybe there's something else there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. And that's also just the power of the group call and the group coaching call. Like, Sometimes it's coaching, sometimes it's just discussion, sometimes people share their wins. Like it's just a safe community where people come and share. You don't always have to like talk. You don't have to come on camera if you don't want to, but I always say that I think that's the most transformational part of the process. Yeah, I was going to agree with that. I just think that it's easy. It's definitely easier to sit and listen and you can always get something from sitting and listening. But there's a shift for me that happened when I actually allowed myself to try and put words to my ideas and my feelings and be questioned. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the push I feel like that kept me going and that kept my brain feeling like, all right, there's more to know. There's more to know. Like you got to keep going. Yeah. I think this is a good transition to end the conversation, but like, what are you most excited about now that you, you know how to lose weight? You've marked that off of your to-do list. You have, you're 50 years old. You have achieved your forever weight or you're still losing, (laughs) which is fun. How much more do you want to lose? I'm honestly, I feel good. Like you don't know, like, I'm not even thinking like that at this point. I feel as though I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. And I want to say if, I know I shouldn't say if, if it keeps working, like, I know that's still something (laughs) I have to coach myself on. Like, I'm enjoying just seeing pictures again. Like I had told you earlier, I didn't really even want to see myself in pictures with my family Mm -hmm. because it just bothered me. And I feel like that's gone. I know that I need to keep this up so that all the parts of my life stay whole and real and good, that I can do things that make me feel good with my family and on my own. And not you got to put on a bathing suit this summer when you go on vacation? Yeah, I got to buy all new clothes. I mean, honestly, I mean, I went from a size 14, like almost a 16 to a 10. 
Nice. That's exciting. It's so significant. Yeah. That's so good. So good, Christy. Thank you. And thanks so much. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate the program and what you offered. And so often in the podcasts, you say, I got your back. And there were moments in time where like that just stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do that. And I don't know why, but just at that moment with what I was taking in, that felt to me like, okay, all right, I can do this. So I don't know. There's something magical in, in this whole mix of, of it's magical, things. right? Yeah. It's your emotional capacity, right? You're able yeah. to experience more emotions without mm-hmm. dealing with the food. Before we go, I wanted to ask you, because you came with your two buddies. Mm-hmm. I just talk about that experience for a little bit. Because I love when we have a couple of besties in the Lux Life community. So how is that helpful for you? I feel like we are better at celebrating with each other. Um, You know, you can kind of come together and be like, oh, this isn't going well, or this isn't working. We definitely make a point to celebrating with each other, even just those little things. And just being able to check in and, and say like, well, what's working? Or what are you willing to try? We can support each other, but I feel like we could also push each other a little bit too to be like, hey, don't get stuck in that. Don't keep mm-hmm. thinking like that. Or just try one part. If it's feeling big in some sense, just what's one part you can do? And so having your best friends do it with you is really, it's special. And I feel it like is. it's something that we can stay connected about through time. You'll always like have stop dieting forever. always have it. <laughs> You're always saying, like, remember that coach Jennifer that we used to work with? (laughs) For my birthday, Ginger gave to me a mug that says, get shit done. And so that's a fun thing to have in the house when people are feeling busy or stressed. Like even my kids are teenagers now, so they get access to the get shit done mug as well. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Awesome. GSD. Mm -hmm. We do. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Christy, for coming on and spending some time to share your experience. I know Lux Life stories are always so powerful and they're inspiring to other people. Someone, other woman may be on the treadmill right now, just fed up with diets, wanting to like just lose the weight and she's going to hear your story and be inspired and come join us. Yes, I would hope that anyone thinking about it wouldn't hesitate to give it a try. Yeah, good. Awesome. All right, my friend, I will see you on the next group coaching call. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks, Christy. Bye. If you like today's episode of the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, and you want to learn more about creating a lifestyle instead of following a diet to lose weight permanently, be sure to visit jenniferdent.com. There, you'll learn more about my unique weight loss process and how it can work for you. Go to jenniferdent.com to discover what you can do to stop dieting forever.